Welcome back to When the Right One Comes podcast with your host, Bishop Greg Davis. When the Right One Comes, helping you navigate through the dating and relationship space. We are thrilled that you join us and we hope that you download this episode so you can listen to it again and again. Let's tune into the conversation. To this because it's also recorded for my podcast. Help. I'm having an identity crisis. Um, most of us would probably think, you know, it's it's a funny thing. Um, Torian, I've been preaching 36 years come um, October, and most people think when you when you talk about stuff like this, they look around and say, "Ooh, I wish so and so was here to hear it." Oh, so-and-so need to hear this. And the truth of the matter, we all need to hear it. Um, we, 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 we all need to hear it. Matthew 16 and 13, for scripture reference, now when Jesus came, Matthew 16 and 13, now when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? in simple layman's term, who do people say I am? And they said, some say John, the Baptist, others say Elijah, others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you say? Who do you say that I am? Simon Peter replied, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said, blessed are you Simon Barjona. For flesh and blood have not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. But my Father who is in heaven. So far, the scripture. Um, I was honored to be one of 20 pastors um, and leaders um, a few years ago uh, from across the country to a round table discussion uh cora actually your your brother was there a few years ago <clears throat> at facebook headquarters um they gathered several several of us together and they wanted to discuss what they could do better to help the church with their platform and different products they offer for now and in the future it was a six hour intense meeting. Had a chance to uh, meet some great people in minds. We had a chance to sit with the COO who just recently um, stepped down as COO of Facebook. Uh, she was very gracious to us, but I, I, I wasn't really, because she was the next one that was in, in, in line under um, Mark Zuckerberg, um, but it was it wasn't her who I was really, 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 really impressed with or learned from. Joe, it was the head of Instagram, Instagram that caught my attention. For those of you that don't know how IG works, because I I always have learned from being in television. Uh, marketing, you, you you talk to people uh, as if they don't know because you think everybody knows what something is and everybody don't. So you post a picture, and it'll help me paint my picture here, Candace. You, you post a picture um, or thoughts on your page. Those who follow you can like your post by, by hitting the heart. Shows that you like what was posted. You have a chance of following others and they can follow you back. The head of IG Instagram shared some things with us that 40% of the teens who post erase their content on a regular basis. They put up new pictures and they put up new thoughts, Candace. The reason they erase their pictures and content on a regular regular basis 
is because they don't yet know who they are. It, it, the director, the, the vice president of Instagram said they are still in search of their identity. They did research and found out that those that they talked to, they're still in search of their identity. They're trying to find themselves. They are in a identity crisis. Social media has caused us to be able to take a snapshot of our life and post it today and tomorrow. But 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 if we don't like it, we can we can take it down and we can post another snapshot, Dr. Tara, and we can change the narrative if we don't like it. We can look like a million dollars on social media and not have a dime in the bank. We can stand in front of a Rolls Royce and take a selfie mm -hmm. and give the illusion that it's our car and not even own a car. We can stand in front of someone else's mansion and give the illusion that we just bought it or it's ours. We can post with our significant other and show ourselves booed up and not even like each other and not even speaking to one another because it's all about image. It's all about the gram. It's all about Facebook. Everybody now is a coach, an author, a singer, or a social media influencer. The less clothing you wear, the more likes and followers you have. Everyone is now a entrepreneur, CEO. Everyone is an, everybody is a motivational speaker. Everybody is now an encourager. The more expensive the bag you carry, the more people think you have when actually you don't even have the bag. There's nothing in the bag that's being carried because social media can create an illusion. People a day would get upset with me. I sent you a friend request. I sent you a friend request. You didn't accept my friend request. I have literally thousands of friend requests on Facebook. It is impossible for me to accept everybody's. Or by chance, maybe they got unfollowed. They take it so serious that why you unfollow me? I don't I'm sorry, but I don't know who follow who unfollows me or none of that. I have a friend, he has an app that tells who unfollows. I don't really want to know. Because it's all an illusion. I see people on this apps. Um clubhouse that we're speaking on now that my podcast is being recorded through i see people on here get offended and talk about one another and put up rooms in people's names and and i say to other people why are you so upset you don't know these people you don't know you don't go home with them you never met them so why are you upset over somebody that don't even know you. All in search of followers, likes. Because the more likes and followers we have, the more popular we feel it makes us. The funny part of it is that most of the people we are trying to get to follow us and like us don't even personally know us. The majority of the people that 99% of them, they're probably 99.9, .9, they don't know where I live. They don't know what I drive. They only know what I, Angelica, what I, good to see you, Cora. They only know, Michelle, good to see you. They only know what I show them. 
So we're trying to get approval of people that we may not never meet. We're upset at people that put remarks on, on our posts and comment negative, derogatory comments over people that we don't even know. Trying to prove something to people who may not, who may be living a lie themselves. Let me say it again. We try to prove things, Kelsey, to people that may be living a lie themselves. We used to grow up at home in private, but now we grow up in and on social media in front of everybody. We show our maturity or our immaturity on our pages to everyone. Women are checking men. Men are checking women. They telling their business. We air our dirty laundry in front of everyone. We give shade in front of everyone. We, if we don't like someone, we say it. We catch people at their lowest and post them. We celebrate others' downfalls right on social media. Y'all ain't saying much, but it's okay. We now have the most powerful man of the free, we had the most powerful man uh, of the free world. His name was Donald J. Trump, who could say anything he wanted to for four years. <laughs> the petty president. Ladies and gentlemen, we are, we are in a crisis. I'm not talking about COVID. I'm not talking about the price of gas. No, I'm not, I'm not talking about monkey pops, pox. I'm not talking about none of this that y'all think I'm, I'm not talking about the war, but we in a crisis of an epic proportion. What is the crisis, Bishop? You got, we got, we got, we sick? No, yeah, we are. It's called, we are in an identity crisis. The head of IG Instagram told us it was teens. It was those that are teenagers. Well, I, I, I respected his presentation, but I disagreed with him. I'm sorry, I disagreed with the vice president of IG. I disagreed that it's just teenagers. Because Paulette, there are some of us that have been out of our teens for a while. And ladies and gentlemen, not those of you in the room, but those of you that may be listening to the podcast, we are suffering from identity crisis. Just listen sometime to the way we talk. People in their 40s and 50s, 30s, still searching for who we are. Every now and then you'll hear the little girl, the little boy come out and talk because we are in search of an identity crisis, of our identity. Some of you will say, I'm not even on Instagram. You don't, you don't have to be on Instagram because there are some who are listening to me who have gone most of their lives and don't know who they are. Married and don't know who they are. Got great titles and positions. Gifted, creative, young, gifted, and black. Don't know who they are. Got cars, cash, and cribs. Cars, cash, and cribs don't mean that we know who we are. Gifting and creativity. Sometimes people who are gifted and creative have the most identity crisis because they hide behind their creativity. Ain't nobody saying nothing to me. They hide behind their creativity. Got money in the bank and don't know who they are. Where did the term, and I'm almost finished, where did the term identity crisis come from? A, a, a man by the name of Erickson who believed that 
Candace, the formation of identity, Michelle, was one of the most important parts of a person's life, the formation of identity, becoming who, Quanisha, you are. Because if you don't know who you are, it will prevent you from ever reaching your full potential. People get in relationships with people and don't know who they are themselves. Trying to get to know somebody else, trying in search of the right one and don't know themselves. It's hard to get to know somebody else when you don't know yourself. A lot of the conflicts that happen in relationships, not just, not just male, female, but platonic relationships comes from sometimes one party or both not really knowing themselves. Identity crisis means to be unsure of your role in life. It's a dangerous thing when you don't know, thank you Nairobi, your role in life. To feel like you don't know the real you. To feel like you don't know the real you. Come out, come out, come out, come out, JL, come out. Wherever you are, one of the greatest things that happened to me when I left, y'all heard me say this, me and Pastor Kim divorced, not even divorced yet, but when I left the house, for the final time, I looked in the rearview mirror and I said, I'm leaving behind the old me. And I became the best version of me because I began to understand me. To be at a free place and know who you are is one of the greatest feelings in the world. Forget about money, cards, cash, and cribs and all that stuff, but to know who you are. When you hear some people acting out, they're acting out of not knowing who they really are. Because when you know who you really are, there's some things that you won't do, some things you won't say, some things you won't act out. Erickson coined the term identity crisis and believed that it was one of the most important conflicts people faced in development because you can develop humanly. You can develop, uh, 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 you can develop as it relates to your, your body. You can look like you know. You, you can put on the best cologne and perfume and, 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 and Gucci, Louis, Fendi. You can buy the best smell good as they used to say when I was growing up. You can buy the best hats for your head and the best jewelry, Cartier, and put a Rolex on. But there are a lot of people that are walking around dressed up. And the only identity that they have is through other name brand designs. It's sad to know all about Louis and Gucci and, and every Hermes and wear all this stuff and not know who you are. To spend thousands of dollars and don't know who you are. To put seven, eight hundred dollars of hair on your head and don't know who, who you are. <coughs> According to Erickson, an identity crisis is a time of intensive analysis and exploration of different ways of looking at oneself. Hey, come here. My pastor told me, you know him, Candace, Pastor Kenlock. Uh, he said, uh, if you're a real preacher, then you ask a question. I came to ask a question because I try to be a real preacher after 36 years almost. When was the last time you did an analysis and explored yourself all this time that you have? Thank you, Torian of being single, it is not time to waste. If, if God, those of us that are Christians, everybody's not in the room. If God has you in a holding pattern 
by yourself, it is for a reason. It is to explore you. you. You came out of a bad relationship or you came out of a divorce. Did you take time, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, to explore you? Or did you walk around still not knowing? <laughs> who you are Jesus appeared in the text he, he, <clears throat> he seems in the text to be facing an identity crisis his role and who he really was I like Jesus you know why I like him because he was touched Cora with the same stuff Pastor Antoine, good to see you, Kimberly. Uh, uh, the same stuff we were touched with. He became human in human form so he could feel what we felt or will feel. So he engages a conversation. I'm done, y'all. Let me hurry to a close. Uh, he, he engages in a conversation with his disciples and asks the question that many of us want to ask or the question we have asked. The truth of the matter, all of us, all of us want to ask this question, but it would make us feel like we have not arrived. It would make us feel like that we are not who we appear to be on the ground. He asks the question, who do people say the son of man is, I'm in verse 13. Who do people say the son of man is? Who do people say that I am? What do people think of me? Everybody, I don't care what kind of name you got. We all wanna know who do people say that we are? What do people think of me? How did you, how do you think I just did? Hey, what did you think about what I just said? We sometimes are just like little kids. We, 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 we be like, wow, I wonder if I did good or not. Because we are in search of who we are. How, how, how about, how about how do you feel about me? How many times have you asked that question? How do you feel about me? What, what's the word on the what's the word on the streets about me? What, what is Snapchat saying? What is what is the book saying? Facebook about me? What, 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 hey, what is Twitter? What the feed saying on Twitter about me? Hey, what what is what is TikTok saying about me? What they saying about me in the church? What they saying about me in the club? What what? Hey, I just left that sir. Used to be when I was in. When I was growing up, I used to be in a, a choir and um, they used to laugh because they used to, you know, Detroiters, Candace, uh, you know, they said, first one lead, that's who we gonna talk about. So everybody would stay up all night long, almost falling asleep because they didn't want nobody to talk about them so they wouldn't leave the room. You, you do understand that Jesus was conflicted because he asks this question, come here, Candace, in his humanity quorum. When he says, who do they say the Son of Man is? It's his humanity speaking. Because he is both, he is both human, come here, y'all, uh-huh, and he is, dumb on, he is divine. His divinity is not speaking here. His, 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 his divinity is not speaking. His humanity. And I don't care, Candace, how saved you are. I'm not going to preach, Candace. I don't care how much tones you speak in. I don't care if you wear your dress all the way down to the floor. I don't care if you can, if you wear your collar, your, 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 your robe and all that. I don't care. You can be divine, but there is a humanity. You're not, I can't stand spooky people that they always up in the cloud. Ooh, 
they got theme music when they come in. If they gravitating from the, I, I can't, I can't stand it. Because we have to understand we are both human and we're both divine. So his, his, his humanity is speaking here. And, and some of y'all need to realize that if Jesus's humanity could speak, if he could wrestle with his own, I'm bringing it down, I'm bringing it down, Torian, Angelic, I'm bringing it down. If he could wrestle with his own, if he could wrestle with, with his own humanity, then who do you think you are? Huh? Who do you think you are that you're not gonna wrestle with your humanity? Uh, the son of man refers to his humanity. Whom do, he's not talking about who do they think Jesus is. <laughs> the son of man refers to his humanity. Who do men say the human side of me is? Because I don't really care the divine side. Because only in our humanity would we have Come here, y'all. Only in our humanity. Come here, y'all. Only in our humanity. Come here, y'all. Only in our humanity would we have an identity crisis. Only in our humanity would we have identity issues. Only in our humanity we struggle with who we are and where we fit. I need to know who I am and where do I fit. What? Who do I fit in with? What? 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 Who's my tribe? Because everybody is not your tribe. So I need to know. Jesus was saying, where do I fit in? I was sitting on the back of a plane. And uh, Cora, you, Cora, you know who this is. Nick, you know who this is because he's from your area. I was sitting on the back of the plane. I was leaving Detroit, Michigan. And I was, um, uh, I was sitting, I was sitting on the back of the plane uh with uh bishop liston page uh uh my dear friend this was years ago years ago our dear friend bishop edgar van was getting uh consecrated that's how long ago it was and uh we, we were sitting on the plane and uh, I, I i was having i was having my own identity crisis yeah great day that's me mm -hmm. most would say i'm i'm a very confident person some even say uh Davis, you can be a little arrogant sometimes because there's a fine line between arrogance and confidence. I admit that. Some years ago, I was on a flight from Detroit to Philly. Bishop Liston Page was on the flight, and I don't really remember what we were discussing, but I asked him out of the clear blue uh, this very question because I'm an introvert. I don't hang around a lot of people. Cora, I asked him this very question that's in the text. I was, I was having a moment. Don't act like you only never had a moment. I, I was having a moment. I'm very sure about myself. I know who I am, but I was having a moment. I was having a moment because I know a lot of people in the church world, gospel artists, preachers, uh, name it. They've been on my television show uh, the last 15 years. People call me from all over to get telephone numbers. I am the connector. I don't hang out with anyone though, but everybody is nice to me. I don't really have too many friends. I only have two friends. One guy name is Butch. Butch lives in Detroit. Me and Butch sung in the choir together since we were 17 and 19 years old. Butch went with me to uh, New York to identify my mama's body. That's my best friend. I told Prophet McKinstry he's a half a friend. He ain't made it yet. <laughs> Everyone is nice to me, but I don't really have friends. I can pick up the phone and call just about anybody. I honor. Cora's Cor, Cor, dad's been on my show uh, several times. He's been nice to me. I, I can I can call anybody. So I asked him the question, Paige, who do men say that I am? Paige says, they like you, but they don't know you because you won't let anyone, you won't let anyone get close to you. So I had to make a decision. Do I stay true to me or be the improve the, 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 the introvert I am and get hurt less? 
I do I open up and let people in and get hurt more? <laughs> now, y'all didn't get that. Let me say it again, Dr. Nick. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because some people in the back didn't hear that, Paulette. I'm gonna say this for the slow. Uh, so I had to make a decision. Do I stay true to me and be the introvert that I Bishop, you do TV. How in the world are you an introvert? Because the mic is my friend, the camera is my friend. I'd rather talk to a mic and a camera any day because they won't hurt you. I am, if I'm an introvert, I get hurt less, or do I open up and let people in and get hurt more? Because you're going to be hurt either way. You don't have to be looking for hurt. Hurt will come and get you. Hurt will come and post about you. You ain't saying nothing, Pastor Antoine. No matter how spiritual and deep we are, we all have the desire to know what people think of us. Even if we say we don't care, we still want to know. I put up come here let me talk to you candace i put up a mechanism it is a defense and when people come to me and say you know so and so so and so said this and so and so said i say to them i don't really care but the truth of the matter is ladies and gentlemen brothers and sisters we all care we care you care it's a defense mechanism for keeping you from being hurt am i preaching today are y'all just here because y'all want to be nice to me it's a defense mechanism. They answer him and they said, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and others say Jeremiah, one of the prophets. Now, now that you ask Jesus, this is the word on the street, sir. <laughs> some say you're John the Baptist, some say you're Elijah, some say you're Jeremiah, or you're one of the prophets. That's the word on, what is the word on the streets? What is the word on the streets? They all had different opinions of who he was. Some say one thing and some say another. The opinions vary because opinions is like a nose on your face. Everybody got one. You can put something else there. I'm not going to do that. Some of you that are listening to me, if you would ask the same thing, everyone would say differently. The issue is if you don't know who you are, what people think of you will cause you to think the same about you. Come in, let's get to the meat now. Let's get to the meat of the matter now. Some of you listening to me right now, if you would ask the same thing, Everyone in here, everyone on this stage would have a different opinion of Greg Davis. Everyone down in the bottom would have a different opinion. All my kids have different opinions of me. You ask my boys, Greg, who comes in here, my, my other boy, Javon, they would say, I am mean. I am hard on them. You ask my girls, he's the best daddy in the world. Y'all ain't saying nothing in here. Everyone will say differently. The issue is if you don't know who you are, what people think of you, you will start thinking about yourself. Come here. Let me say it again. I said, if you don't know who you are, when you begin to listening, listen to the opinions of people, I'm preaching a million dollar seminar here, but ain't nobody saying nothing. I said, if you continue to listen at what people think about you, then you will begin to think that if you don't know who you are, then you will become what people say about you. The problem with most people, they are living out the opinions of others and never become who they were born to be. Hey! You want to please everybody. I don't like your hair black like that. I don't like your hair up like that. I don't like your hair red like that. I don't like your hair blonde like that. I think that's too too much for you. I think you're doing too much. I think you ain't doing enough. I think you ugly. I think y'all ain't saying nothing. You will begin to believe the opinions. If you don't know yourself, then you will take somebody else's opinion about yourself. But what do you say? Who do you say? The problem with most people are we're living out the opinions of others and never become who we were born to be. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning. Whenever you're listening to this, it is time for you to know who you are. Because when you take somebody else's opinion, 
They're only telling you how they feel. They said, some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, some say Jeremiah, because everybody got opinion. And when you listen to everybody's opinion, you become who they want you to be. Yeah. I go crazy if I listen to the opinions of everybody. I would never do half the stuff that I do. I would never become who I am if I listen to the opinion because somebody will say, oh, you ain't nothing but a son of a prostitute. Somebody else will say, you didn't have a college degree. So I start believing that I can't because of those things. And ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, there are some of you in this room, you have begun to believe the opinion of the naysayers, the soothsayers. Y'all not saying nothing. People that have no value in your life. Ask yourself, when somebody say something to you, why are you saying this to me? Where is this coming from? Who are you in my life? Y'all ain't saying that. You're listening to people that don't really matter. So now Jesus... <laughs> so now jesus he deals with the elephant in the room i close he deals with the elephant in the room. there's an elephant in the room kimberly there's an elephant in the room jail there's an elephant in the room angelica there's an elephant in the room cornisha he deals with the real question verse 15 he said to them but who do you say that I am. I don't care about all these people. Who, who, who? Hey, Candace, who do the people around you say that you are? I'm talking about, I'm talking about, I'm talking about the close friend, because that's really who are who you're you're two or three. Who who do they? Simon Peter replied, You are the Christ, the Son of the Living God. This is the meat of the matter right here. I'm not really concerned about what some say. I never forget I was at uh, Eddie Long's funeral, Bishop Eddie Long's funeral, his son, uh, Eddie Long Jr. got up and people were talking and rumoring. And uh, he said, I'm hearing about what all they are saying. He simply said, who the hell is they? Like, who are they? Because most of the people that make opinions about you, they really don't know you. Jesus said, I'm not concerned about the people that ain't around me, but I need my crew. <laughs> I need my crew to firm up. Jesus said, Jesus, what Jesus really said, they haven't been around me like you have for almost three years. You've been with me day in and day out. You saw the miracles. You heard me teach. You talked, I, I, I talked. I taught you how to pray, told you why I was here. I told you that the Father sent me. I shared with you what was going to be to the end result. So if anybody ought to know who I am, it ought to be y'all 12, huh? I wanna make sure you don't get it twisted of who I am. That, that's why I don't understand. Sometimes the closest people can miss who you are. So, 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 so. Who, 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 who am I to tell me? I don't understand how people come to me and some of y'all in the same situation. People that been around you, that, that know you, that spend time with you. You know what? Some of you that are in this room, you know me because I am so transparent. And when you hear something that are people saying differently, because people that been around you, they defend you because they know your heart. Stop 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 it when you know people's heart when you know people's heart hey hey young young lady just came in she came in raising her hand because that's how we rock together june foster she right at the bottom you can come up junie she right at the bottom june foster been under me for 30 years she's been with me in ministry for 30 years y'all ain't saying nothing she will she is the female version of peter she will fight she will tell a person in a minute that ain't my dad mm -mm. now now you you can say something about it but that that ain't true that that one right there ain't true 
Stop letting people come to you that don't even really know you. Stop letting people disturb you. Jesus said, I don't care what they said. I don't care what, 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 what. I don't care. They said, I'm John the Baptist. I'm Elijah. I'm Jeremiah. I'm one of the prophets. But, but the people that rock with you. So, so who am I? Tell me. No one else should be able to define me to you is what Jesus was saying. Because they aren't around me. Y'all, some of y'all talking to people on, 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 on the podcast, you allow people to disturb you. Some of you have gotten off this app. You get all mad because people disturb you that don't even know you. You can't disturb me if you don't know me. It's the people that's close to me that can disturb me because they should know me. I, I was I was out with a friend last night and um, a friend and, and um, they, 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 they were saying, they were saying, they said, you know, I, I know you. But sometimes they said to me, I wonder, do you know you? And I said, what do you mean? Say sometimes you disregard that you're Bishop Greg Davis and you don't really know that there are people out here to get you. You know, immediately I got offended and I, then I came to myself. I said, you know what? You're right. Because the people that know you, they should be able to talk to you. The people that really know you. I'm not talking about that crazy stuff that people say to you, that foolishness. I'm talking about people that really love you and value you. No one else should be able to define me. Jesus was saying to, uh, uh, to you because they aren't around me. You told me what people said. But what's more important is what do you say? Huh? What, what, do, what do you say? Peter speaks up. Simon Peter said, reply. You are the Christ, the son of the living God. I know who you are. It's a confession of the Christian faith addressed to Christ. You are the anointed one. You are the great prophet. You are the priest. You are the king. You, you, you are the king of the church. You are the true Messiah, the promise of the father and dependent on by them that shall come. You ain't some ghost of Elijah or Jeremiah. You are the son of the living God. That's, that's, that's who you are. When you feel like having your identity crisis, hmm. just go to this scripture and I'm done. It's found in 1 Peter 2. 1 Peter 2, verse 9 and 10. But you are a chosen generation. The musician can start playing because I'm done, like I'm in church. You are a chosen generation. Janelle. Uh-huh. If I'm talking about you, hit hand raising as we go. But you are a chosen generation. Who are you? You are a chosen generation. You are a raw priesthood. Uh-huh. You are a holy nation of people for his own possession. That you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into the marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Huh? You are a chosen people. You've been set apart. You've been called out. You're not what, what you've been through. You're not what people say about you. No more identity crisis. No more trying to figure out who you are because it really doesn't matter what the crowd and the people out there say. Who do you say you are? Who are you? Who, who, who are you? You're not, you're, 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 you're not that, you're not those pills that you're trying to take and commit suicide. You're not that gun that you're trying to blow your head out. No, you that's not you. That that's not you. You're not that failure. You're not that quitter. Huh? I, I was I was I was perusing social media this morning. 
and I saw Mr. Knowles, Beyonce, uh, um, and, and, and Solange's daddy, and it was a little post. He said, I taught my daughters. Uh-huh. <laughs> I taught my daughters, Dr. Nick. He said, I taught my daughters how to fail. Uh-huh. I taught them how to fail. And, and I said, what are you talking about? I, I was like the little boy, what you talking about? I, I was like the little boy, and then I read on. And then I read on. Uh, I, I, I read on. Uh, uh, I read on a little while longer. He said, I, uh, uh, I taught them. Thank you, Brenda, for the seed. I, I taught them uh, that, that in case the mic goes out, I taught them how to treat that moment. I, I taught them in case their heels uh, 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 break, how to, how to handle that moment. Huh? Y'all not saying nothing. I, I, I taught them if the music, y'all, y'all, I taught them how to fail so that they can handle the moment of failure. Because when you know who you are, you can handle, this is good to me. This is good to me. I'm out of here, y'all. I'm out of here. In, in, in six minutes, we out of here. He, he said, I taught them how to fail so they can handle the moment of failure. Because when you know who you are, you take a licking and keep on ticking. You're able to handle anything when you know who you are. Some of y'all want to be influencers. Some of y'all want your names to be known, but you don't understand. I tell my kids all the time, especially my boys, they like to use, I'm Bishop Greg Davis' son. I'm Bishop Greg Davis' son. Bishop Greg Davis gets them in places, gets them, yeah, yeah, yeah. But when people go to line on me, and some of, them, some of it is true, some of it ain't, most of it is not. But when people go to line, they ready to fight. I say, get out of them comments. Stop trying to fight people because y'all like the glory, but y'all don't like when people come at me. It comes with it. I don't have an identity. That one right there, June Foster, she'll do it too. I don't have an identity crisis. I know who I am. And through all of my failures, I'm like Beyonce and Solange. I know how to deal with it. I'm trying to help somebody. How to deal with it all when people attack you, when people say all oh, manner. Don't matter what they say. What about your two or three? Do you have two or three people that won't that they won't that won't that won't go with the crowd? Cause your real friends, they know who you are. They they know who you are. Your real friends know who you are. You don't have to question their loyalty. You don't have to question whether they're with you. The problem with this generation is we don't have enough loyal people. I close. I come against all identity crisis. I come against all identity crisis. I come against the enemy that comes to steal your identity. I come against, I come against the enemy that comes to steal who you are and speak to you in the midnight hour and wake you up and tell you that you're not who God made you to be. God did not make a mistake. Your mother and father did not get together by chance. I don't care how it happened. I don't care if they never were together again another day of the, your life. It doesn't really matter. You're here now. And you ain't going to have no pity parties. I decree and declare. I decree and declare that you are a royal priesthood. You are a chosen people. You got the goods. You got the stuff. <clears throat> you got what it takes. You got what it takes. It's in you to be great. Some of you are king makers. Some of you know how to take other people and make king. But God said, you know who you are. I know who I am. My dear friend. Jonathan Nelson, he said, my name is Victory. I know who I am. I cancel all identity crises, all identity issues. I cancel all identity crises. And the person that says, well, oh, this is a good message for them. No, it's for you, baby. It's for you. It's for you. The very one that is denying that it's for somebody else or for you, it is actually for you. Because the people that have the real identity crisis won't admit, guess what? The first step to recovery of your identity and getting it back is to admit that you lost your identity.
Why is it that we value losing our driver's license, ID, more than we value losing who we really are? You can lose your driver's license, your ID. It doesn't stop you from being who you are. It's just that people cannot cannot identify who you are. It's time for y'all to get your driver's license back. Time for you to get your ID back, your identification. You lost it in a bad relationship. You lost it in a divorce. You lost it in a marriage. You lost it on a job. You lost it trying to hang around somebody else to get your you you ain't no groupie you ain't running behind nobody else you ain't looking at nobody's social media we all done changed our pictures on here everybody on here done changed their picture but dr nick dr nick still sitting in the white suit and the red chair she's still sitting there we done changed our pictures, our identities so many times trying to show. But Dr. Nick said, I'm sitting in the white chair and I'm I'm sitting in the red chair and I'm wearing the white suit and she can go in anybody's room. I'm going to tell you, Candace was talking about you, Dr. Nick. She was talking about your influence and how Dr. Nick can weave in and out of rooms and people respect her. See, it ain't when people talk about you and, and, and you around. It's what do people say about you when you're not around. We're in, a, we're in an epic proportion of identity crime. People have gotten caught up on social media. Yes, I love social media. But for me, it is a platform to use my skills, my influence, my products, my, my, my brand. That's all it is. It, it's not who I am. I show you who I want you to see. Stop running after men and women on the gram because they look good. Because they got half their clothes on. Off. Some of it they bought. So you ain't getting the real them. We're an identity that have a bigger butt, bigger boobs. We're in crisis because we don't like where we are. It really says, I don't like who God. Oh, I'm going. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Because I'm, I'm, I'm done. I thought I was in church for a minute. We're in a crisis. Because we don't like who we are. I speak to you right now. That you shall know who you are. No more identity crisis. No more wanting to be somebody else. I pray now in Jesus' name. Amen. I want you to give today. Today I'm not going to tell you what to give because I'm not led to, to no particular amount. I'm just going to ask everybody to make a sacrifice. I, I was listening to Pastor Jamal Bryant today. He played a video of a young lady. And there's this big thing about tithes. Tithes is in the New Testament. Jesus speaks about it. But she said what's in the Bible more is sacrifice. I want you to sacrifice a seed today. I'm not going to tell you what to give. I'm just going to ask you to give if you enjoyed this message. I'm not led. I'm not led to what to have you give. I am led to say give a sacrifice. I am led to say give your best your very best and tell God thank you for making me who I am attach your seed to saying I know my identity I know it I want you to get your identity back the devil tried to steal it from you he took your he took your wallet and it had your identity in but Jesus said, I come that you might have life. Won't you go to Dollar Sign, Greg Davis 10. We give seed on Sunday, the Sunday word. I, I want you to get your identity back. I'm getting my identity back. Thank you, Nairobi, for asking. Or you can just put ID. 
get my ID back. I get my identity. Hmm? I'm getting my identity back. That's yeah. So it's an identity suit. Hmm? It's an identity suit. I know who I am, Bishop. Dollar sign Greg Davis 10. That's the cash app. It's our Sunday offering. Get my get my identity back. We're about to go. I know who I am. I know who I am. Hmm? I know who I am. I know who I am. I know I, I, I get my thoughts back. Thank you, Dawn. Get my thoughts back. Dollar sign, Greg Davis 10. Dollar sign, Greg Davis 10. Uh, GregDavisShow.com. If you're from another country and you want to sew. Um, Greg Davis show at gmail.com is Zell. Contact Greg Davis at Gmail. It's PayPal. Don't take long. Just just so as the Lord speaks to you. Sacrifice. A sacrifice is something that you feel. Give something that you feel. So that God can bless your seed. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Anybody on stage want to say something about the message? Or the Lord gave you anything? Thank you, Kimberly. Thank you, Erica. Thank you, uh, Tara. Thank you, Devon. <laughs> I was called. <laughs> Nairobi. Thank you, Big Sam. Such a great supporter. Erica, thank you, Angelica. Give give a sacrifice today. That means your best. Anybody have remarks? Any of the moderators? Um, Bishop, I just want to say really quick. Um, sorry, I've been on mute. I haven't been in the comments. Just listening and cooking, but um, this was such an on-time word, so I just appreciate you um, always. I will definitely give in a few minutes. I'm trying to finish up your food, but um, no, I just think this word was just so on time, so I wanted to say thank you. I'm eating dinner, and I'm supporting a day's business today. We don't just talk about it. We're about it, all right? I'm going to die. Yeah. Anybody else that have remarks? All right, all right, we're getting ready to go. Either I did great or I did horrible, one of the two. Nobody ain't saying nothing, but thank y'all so much. I'm teasing. Um, y'all just saw my identity crisis? <laughs> no, I'm teasing. All right, y'all, listen, we, we up out of here. Enjoy your day. Uh, prophets will be back tonight at nine. Uh, I pray that this word uh, has blessed you on today and that um, you know who you are. That, that's, that's so important. Um, last call for giving. Um, Nairobi, Nairobi says she on her way a day. See? We want you so busy that you're going to have to yeah. hire us. <laughs> and I have Angelica's too. No, I, and honestly, and, and really like, it, it's, I, I will say this one last thing really quick um, before I burn this shrimp. But um, I will say really quick, one thing that has been so, um, it's been a blessing like being in this space. And I just want to encourage everyone um, to really understand is um, so many amazing things happen. Like when Bishop speaks, like a lot of the things that he speaks about happen. And I think it's so important to be diligent because it was literally two months ago where Bishop spoke a word to me because he knew about this business that I wanted to start. And he just kept speaking into me and I just kept sowing and I kept wanting to plant those seeds. And, you know, I had a goal for this week um, and I was praying about it and God surpassed my goal of what I wanted to um, be able to have um, to be received. So Bishop, I appreciate you definitely um, get that seed in the ground because it is good ground.
Bishop, if you're talking, you're on mute. I was talking. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, dang, what did I say? So I knew he was talking. No, I was, was talking. I was, just, I, I, was, I was talking. I, I said, do you see how we are, we're pushing a day to her purpose and greatness, Candace? Um, and we've done others. We've blessed others. we push her. What if we could do that for our, our family here? Like, after a day gets gone, then we take somebody else and we push them and we switch. That's how, that's how you make entrepreneurs within your own community. Every race does it. Every race does it. What if we could do that? I was sitting and I closed with this. I was sitting, told y'all yesterday this, I was sitting at the mall, I had to go pick something up and I was having Chick-fil-A fit. Um, because all I had in New Orleans was gumbo and red beans and rice every day, every day, and oysters. Um, and so I was having a Chick-fil-A fit and I asked Prophet Kendra, I said, what's the best Chick-fil-A I can go to right quick? Because I was thrown off where I was. And so I went, I, he said, I just said, let me go to the mall. And I was sitting there and these two guys were sitting across from me. And they were looking at me. I had on some, I had on some probably $30 sweatpants, $20, $10 t-shirt. And they looked at me and one guy said, yo, OG. I said, yeah. He said, "Um, man, tell us how to make that million. And y'all know what I said. I said, Got to be consistent. I said, what make you think I got a million? He said, the hat and the bracelets and the shoes you got on. <laughs> I said, okay, I said, I receive it, but be consistent. And I told him my whole philosophy about consistency. I said, whatever you do, be consistent. That's what I leave y'all with. Stay consistent. Don't start something and quit it. You never gain any traction on anything. You, you never become a master of nothing. The rest of your life will be, you did a bunch of things that never succeeded. I don't want my life to be like that. I don't want my final curtain to be, yeah, he did a lot of stuff, but he never succeeded in anything. Well, that ain't gonna happen at this point anyway, but that ain't how. That ain't how I want my life to end. I ask God to do one thing, and it's connected to everything. I ask God to make my name great. He did that. He did that. Oh, Bishop, that's horrible. No, y'all don't know the Bible. Throughout the Bible, it says, and they waxed strong. That means that their name became great. It was noise the broad about them. PR marketing. They had word of mouth. See, we, we think that is self-fulfillment if we say, God, make my name great. Make me something. No, it's not. But what do you want it for? Okay, I'm about to start teaching all over again. I'm sorry. All right, we're going to go. This was good. This was good. Thank y'all. Thank you, Angelica. A day. Torian. Quanisha, Candace, JL, Antoine, Kimberly, Junie, and uh, Dr. Nick. I appreciate y'all uh, support as always. If you have not sown, I didn't ask for a certain amount today. I asked for sacrifice. You know what a sacrifice is. It's something that you give up that David said, I would not give the Lord anything that don't cost me something. And just put on there, I'm getting my ID back. Get my identification back. I lost it. Some of y'all lost it in a relationship. You lost it. Time to get back to you. Miss Sophia said, I'm back. Pass them potatoes, pass the chicken. It's going to be some changes around here. The Lord bless y'all. Have a great day. See y'all tonight at 9. There's you that come in for the prophets. We're going to end this room.
at two go with gods. All right, go with God. Go with God. Thank you for listening to the conversation on today on When the Right One Comes podcast with your host, Bishop Greg Davis. We hope this conversation added value to your life and that you were able to take notes that you can refer back to at a later date as you navigate through your dating and relationship spaces. As a valued listener of When the Right One Comes, we have three action steps that you can help us with as we continue to help you. Number one, download this episode. Yes, download this episode so that you can continue to listen to it over and over again. Number two, share this podcast with your friends and your family so they can have value added to their life as well. And number three, sow into the vision, sow into the mission here at When the Right One Comes by sending a cash out to dollar sign greg davis 10 that's dollar sign greg davis 10 with your monetary donation this can help us to continue the great work that we're doing here at when the right one comes helping you all navigate through your dating and relationship spaces thank you so much for listening on today we hope you tune in on the next episode of when the right one comes with bishop greg davis